Welcome to Finances and Financial Reset with Kathy Pfefferhahn. Sorry for the long absence. Over the last three weeks, I completely lost my voice and have been slowly recovering it since then. So along with the holidays, I've been forced into a long break, but I'm back. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, attentive financial coaching services. Together, we'll create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding you to a personal success. Welcome to 2023. Now that it's a new year, you should take the time to look back at 2022 and see where you made great financial choices and where you can improve. Did you save as much as you wanted? Did you budget? Have you reviewed your insurance needs? Do you have an emergency fund? Did you spend more than you have and now you have credit card debt to pay off? Well, no matter which of these things you've done, you're not alone. Now is a great time to see where you are and make plans for where you want to be. I'd like to suggest some ideas to help get you on track so you can identify areas you're rocking and some you may need help on. These are listed in no particular order, so if one sounds doable now, do it first. Doing something is a great step forward. If you haven't yet calculated your net worth, you can do this with a host of apps or online calculators, or you can just start a list. You'll need two columns, and on one side, write down how much do I make in a year, how much is my home worth, what's in my savings and my retirement accounts and investment accounts, really anything where you're making money or own things of value. In the other column, write expenses, bills, credit card balances, student loans, the balance on your mortgage, and any other debt that you owe. Add up all the amounts in the first column and then in the second column. Subtract the debt from the income. Hopefully it's less than income, but if it's not, it's good to know the amount that you need to plan for so that you can help bring it down. Look at what your big costs are. Can you get rid of any of them or lessen them? It's not easy to stop spending once you're used to it, but I'll ask you, does it make you feel happy? Are you worried about money? Because once you start managing your money and not just spending it, you will feel powerful. It's no different than deciding to start being healthier, eating well, or exercising more. You feel in control and you're proud. The question is, are you proud of your finances right now? What about savings? Are you ready for that big car repair bill? Your roof to start leaking? Your heater not working? Without emergency savings, those things can bankrupt you. It's not going to be new advice when I say pay yourself first, but have you heated it? Do you put money into your retirement or at least what your 401k is matching? Do you put money into savings? Because even a little is better than none and it will add up. Maybe one of your goals is to pay off your mortgage sooner. Paying more each month and putting that overage amount towards the principal balance, not the interest payments, will lower how much you owe over the life of your loan. And so you'll pay off the house and you will owe less in interest. But right now, interest rates may be more than your current mortgage loan. And if that's the case for you, you may want to put that overpayment into a savings account instead. Why? I found that online bank that offers a 4.3 APR with no minimum balance. If you owe around 2.5% on your mortgage, you can take those overage payments that you're making now and put them into savings. You can then earn more money and put all of that towards the principal balance next December paying it down more than you would do monthly. You could even pay only what you would have paid overage and then use the rest of the earned income on your account to bolster your 403B, 401k, or IRA next year. It's becoming more common for budgets to be done weekly now versus monthly. 
One benefit is that there are fewer transactions. So it's easier to track, but there are more benefits. CNN Money suggests that you can anticipate weekly expenses better than monthly and keep discretionary spending, not utilities, housings, or repeating expenses, under control. These discretionaries may include things like gas, food, groceries, eating out, clothes, household spending, and entertainment. They also suggest that you consider putting weekly funds on a prepaid card and only use that to keep spending under control. I found that using my iPhone to track receipts really helpful. If you open files and then choose the three dots in the upper right-hand corner, a drop-down menu pops up. You can choose Scan Documents and center your phone over the receipt. It will take the picture automatically, and then you can take more or choose Save, and then choose Save again in the upper right. You can make folders to save the receipts in. Name them so it's easier to search for later. They're automatically dated, and this way you can scan immediately and not worrying about losing a receipt. It's also great for your tax returns. What sort of debt do you have? Do you have school loans or credit cards? You should make a list of how much you owe on each and then the minimum payments required and the interest rate owed on each loan. NerdWallet has great calculators that can help you decide which balances to pay first. The idea is that by paying the minimum on lower interest rates and putting as much as you can towards the one with the highest rates until it's paid off is a benefit. That way you won't be paying on the larger rate for as long. After that loan's paid off, you take the amount you'd been paying to pay off the next largest rate loan. Some call this some call this the debt avalanche approach. An example from Investopedia is three loans. One is $1,000 on your credit card with a 20% APR. The next is a car loan payment of $1,250 at 6% interest. And finally, a $5,000 line of credit at 8% interest. They make the assumption of a $50 minimum monthly payment on each just for simplicity. Let's assume you have $500 a month to repay loans. $100 would go to the car and the line of credit at $50 each. The remaining $400 goes to the credit card. Once the credit card balance is paid off, you start using the $400 and the $50 to pay down the line of credit since it has the next highest interest rate at 8%. Something you should do right now is to check your credit score and report. It's easy to do this. All three of the reporting agencies allow one free credit report a year. By requesting one each quarter, which is every four months, you can keep on top of what's in your report. You should do this so that you can make sure your personal and financial information is correct and that no one has opened accounts in your name. Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion are the three credit reporting agencies to contact. However, due to COVID-19, you're actually allowed to get a free report every week. Just make sure you're not entering your credit card for any of these. They're free, so don't get on the wrong website. You can find this on annualcreditreport.com or by calling 877-322-8228. What you're really looking for is any incorrect reporting information and then taking steps to correct the errors if you find any. It also has the added benefit of keeping you focused on paying your debts on time and paying them down. All of this diligence leads to a better credit score, which will allow you to access better loan rates. You can hear more about this in Episode 7, FICO Credit Scores. Insurance, life, and disability should be reviewed annually. As your job and life changes, so should your insurance coverages. Review any insurance your employer may offer and consider if you need term or permanent life insurance. There are lots of choices, so in Episode 10, Life Insurance, it provides far more information to help you decide. Disability insurance is explained in Episode 30. 
Finally, how are you growing your wealth? If you have investments, are you as diversified as you should be? Or do you have a lot of the same type of investments? I talk about this in episode 85 called Investing Styles, and I discuss how you can make sure that you have different types of companies and different types of growth or value investments. Bonds, mutual funds, ETFs are also all options. The more varied investments that you have, the smaller the chance that you'll be affected by any one of them during a market change. Take some time to make sure your finances are in order. How much do you have coming in? What you're spending? what your debt is, and what you can realistically save. Make some resolutions and plans so you can achieve them. And then you'll be able to enjoy the profits you earn with your hard work. This is Kathy Pfefferhan. Thanks for listening to Finances and Financial Reset. I know you chose to listen and I'm grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'd love you to leave a review because it brings financial education to others and it helps people find me more easily. Also, let me know what questions you'd like answered or to any topics you'd like covered by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax accounting or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school so you don't have to.